Welcome back to Current Affairs, our show about the stories of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. These shorter in the news right now stories come out on Fridays, while our extensive, very long deep dive episodes come out on Wednesdays. We begin today with an update in the story of Ruby Frankie. You may remember our coverage of the former YouTube star whose son escaped the house of her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, where he had been taped up with his sister, denied water and food. Ugh. Ruby and Jody were both arrested on August 30th and charged with multiple counts of child abuse. The two have both been held without bail by the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Utah, but one of the big questions was around Ruby's husband and the father of the children, Kevin. Specifically, people wondered how much he knew about the alleged abuse. Now, at the time the story first made headlines, lawyers for Kevin claimed that the couple had been separated for a year at Ruby's command, and if he had known that this was going on, Kevin would have fought to protect his children. While we still don't know the full truth about any of that, last week, Kevin Frankie officially filed for divorce. He also filed a domestic relations injunction, which basically means that Ruby and Kevin can't harass or disparage each other in front of their children. To put it lightly, lots of questions remain. Lots. With that, however, we turn to the horrifying case of Keegan Harose and Barry Titus II. Keegan was a much sought-after criminal defense attorney in Oklahoma City. The Texas native graduated from the Oklahoma City University School of Law and worked as an assistant public defender before opening her own practice in 2014. At the same time, she did have a darker side. In May of 2014, she was charged with domestic assault of her then-husband, Nicholas Rose. Allegedly, she kicked him twice in the face. She had also been arrested for assault and battery on a police officer. Still, her clients raved about her. Said one client, Lisa W., she was someone who believed in you, even when you stumbled. Yet, if all of Keegan's clients loved her, well, there was one who really loved her. In 2018, Keegan began representing Barry Titus. Titus was a former crane operator who was facing, on the one hand, drug and firearm charges, and on the other, domestic assault and battery charges, as well as a restraining order filed by his ex-girlfriend, Tiffany Icor. Those around Keegan were no fans of Barry's. David Bedford, another ex-boyfriend and former law partner of Keegan's, said that when she began dating Titus, quote, her decision-making went down the tubes. Not showing up at work, her attitude was indifferent, she was not communicating, she started changing. An example of that which would come out later came in October of 2018, two months after Barry was arrested for domestic assault and battery on Tiffany. Keegan asked one of her clients to plant what she claimed was a bag of meth at Tiffany's parents' house in order to try to discredit them. The bag was actually filled with sugar, and Tiffany's parents, Jack and Evelyn K. Chandler, found the bag, called the police, and then installed a security camera. Said one of Jack's friends, Jack never knew what Titus might do. I'd offered to give him a shotgun, but his wife wouldn't let any weapons in the house. One of Tiffany's sisters would also later share with authorities how freaked out Tiffany was by the whole situation. When the sister visited Tiffany and her parents on March 2019, she found that Tiffany slept with the door open, with the overhead light on, and on top of the bedspread because she claimed she felt safer that way. Mm. Prosecutors claim that on September 6, 2019, Keegan and Barry drove to Frisco, Texas to have dinner with her family and then checked into a Red Roof Inn in Plano. It was an elaborate attempt to establish an alibi. 
Authorities then say the couple drove the three hours back to Oklahoma, where around 3 a.m. they cut the power and phone lines to Jack and Kay's house. The two kicked in the door and first gunned down Jack. Then they chased Tiffany down the hallway from her bedroom, shooting her repeatedly in the back. Kay tried to hide in a closet, but was found and murdered in cold blood as well. So why was the family killed so violently? Prosecutors believe it was to silence Tiffany and stop her from testifying in Titus's upcoming trial around the assault and battery. That previous attack had involved an attempt to strangle her, so the extreme violence was sadly not something new. Jack and Kay were killed simply for being witnesses. It's so devastating that she had the bravery to come forward and the support of her parents, and this is what happened. A court document read, efforts were made by Keegan Haros to frighten Tiffany Icor away, hoping she would not pursue these charges, also by a defense attorney. When it became apparent Icor would not be scared off, plans were made to kill her to prevent her from testifying against Rose's lover and Rose. Indeed, authorities believe that within months of Keegan beginning to represent Barry in October of 2018, the violent pair started hatching their plot. After the murder, there was some strong evidence connecting Keegan and Barry to the crime. A car matching Keegan's 2010 Lexus was seen in the area on the day of the crime, and Barry's DNA was found on a baseball hat recovered near the home. What's more, on September 13th, less than a week after the crime, Keegan's brother called police and turned in an AR-15 that he said had been involved in a triple homicide. The gun was registered to an Oklahoma man who said that Keegan and Barry had purchased it from them. The gun charges would be the first to stick. In March 2021, Keegan was sentenced to 24 months for unlawful possession. A month later, at the beginning of April, Barry got 36 months. Within days of sentencing on those charges, the couple were arrested and charged with the three murders. Both have pleaded not guilty, and the trial is slated to begin early next year. This is definitely the most blatantly corrupt criminal defense attorney or any attorney I think we may have come across on the show. And that is certainly saying something, Andy. Yeah, that is... We mail. I'm looking forward to what Bob from Defense Diaries oh, has to say about this. Can't wait. <laughs> what a maligning of their institution. I'm sure we'll have updates as this trial gets underway. But for now, I am Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs. <laughs> 